0: Welcome, everybody, once again to The Brink. The Brink with Ben. The Brink and Mallory. And where is Mallory right now? In my bed. In what? In New Zealand. Boo. Uh, we jumped the gun last week. We thought you were going to be here. And surprise, surprise, you're not. You got cancelled again. But, mm-hmm. good news for you is you've left the house this week. What have you been doing this week?
1: I've gone back to work.
0: Oh, now, now, how is this possible? Aren't you in lockdown? What's going on?
1: So, we've gone to level 3 instead of level 4, where we are now allowed to do pickup orders. And what and... does... Sorry.
0: I interrupted you. No, please continue.
1: So two people are allowed in the store at a time. And... Yeah.
0: So with pickup orders, how do they do this? Do they have to do this on an app? I mean, what what are they actually doing?
1: So they've created a web-based app for New Zealand that is similar to the one that they use in the South Pacific, I guess. Um, And... So people go online and order, and then we make it, and then they show up. And we have, like, a pickup table that they go to.
0: And do you have to, like, put it on the table, then take, like, three steps back so you're not right next to them and all this kind of stuff to make sure that it's all social distancing and all that kind of fun stuff? Yes. And is that exciting for you that you've been able to leave the house?
1: Yes, I've enjoyed going back to work. I like
0: Do do people like I know you and I talked a bit about this about how if there's like a problem with the order and things like that, have there been these moments where people have like had to come back and I mean how are they even meant to approach you if there's a problem with the order?
1: Um yesterday I had a lady who apparently ordered whipped cream, which she did not. So I had to like remake her drink with whipped cream. Um but she just like like I was still outside because we have to go outside to, like, put the drinks out, so she just told me. Um, but then, like, there's lots of ingredients that we're out of at the moment because we haven't gotten a, an order yet, um, like a stock order. And so every time somebody orders something that we don't have, we have to call them and change the drink. Um, I haven't had anyone who, like, wants a refund or anything yet,
0: so... So actually to, you actually have to call them. What are you like? Hi, this is Mallory from Starbucks. You can't have cream because we suck. Yes. Basically. Cool. All right. Well, that's that's fun. It's exciting. What else has been open now then in uh, in Level 3? Tell, tell our listeners about how excited you've been this week with what you've been able to get.
1: We had sushi and McDonald's and... You're missing one. Coffee and McDonald's.
0: Say that again. I have bagels. Say that one more time.
1: Shut
0: up. Bagels.
1: Bagels.
0: Bagels. And how how has it been being able to get these joyous things such as uh, McDonald's and bagels? Oh,
1: good. It's
0: yeah.
1: it's so good.
0: It's kind of a bad thing though, because like if you're going to come here and start eating keto again, you've, you've had this taste for this now. Like at least if you didn't couldn't have gotten a taste for it, then you know it's all in New Zealand's fault though, right?
1: It's all Air New Zealand's fault. I don't know. At the same time, like everything is already cooked for me when I get home. So like that really play.
0: <laughs> yeah. Who did all that cooking for you?
1: You did.
0: I did. And- yeah yeah i do don't you forget that um i don't, I don't want to say that you're going to be here. like i just i've been so careful in saying things to you about that because i don't want to jinx anything because but i mean it's, it's funny actually because i messaged you the first thing basically i said to you this morning when you woke up i'm gonna say this morning let's be honest it was this afternoon um was like did a new zealand call i'm just i'm just expecting it like i'm literally expecting it now you to message me and i generally know what part of the day you message me i generally kind of get a vibe of when you get up and it's like if you generally message me like an hour or two beforehand when you usually get up i know something's happened so i'm just expecting that every single day
1: think positive
0: yeah do you know me like are you do you know who i am yeah, that's like telling you not to eat a bagel when you can, like it's not going to happen. You know? <laughs> it's it's kind of there. Um I have a fun game to play with you, which we're going to come back in just a few moments. Uh we're going to hear uh, a few bits beforehand and we'll hear Colin play this game first, but you know nothing about this game, do you? No. All right. Well, I've teased it enough. Let's go back into something and we'll come back and we'll play this game. <laughs> It is that time of the show where we get a little bit classic and pie our days up as we hear our classic soap opera, Days of Our Pies, from a very long time ago. We are into the final season, Season 3, Episode 5. What is happening in Ramsey Bay, I hear you ask. Well, let us find out. Previously on Days of Our Pies. Fantastic! Let's get all of them together to create a massive bomb to destroy those alien critters for life. We must resurface Losset as it is now the official evil headquarters of the world. Like pastry in the oven. These are the days of our pines. cities had been destroyed in catastrophic few hours in Australia. Prime Minister David Bartlett was on his way to Launceston in order to improve it by exploding a bomb. Back in silly Nainesville, the League of Awesome Celebrities had put together all the ingredients to form one super bomb. Wow, this is amazing. I think this would destroy those alien scum forever. I have to agree with you, Chad. It looks absolutely incredible. <laughs> yes, quite splendorific, if you ask me, really. I disagree. Bad, bad, bad. It might work. I'm right. Liberal, liberal, liberal. Calm down, real, Hodgman. How are we going to test it out, Daddy? Well, let's turn on the TV to see where the Prime Minister is now. John Howard turns on the TV to see Prime Minister David Bartlett hosting a media conference in the main street of Launceston. Hello, Launceston. It is an honour to be here in your beautiful town, and I am confident that we can make it even better and move forward.
2: Look, it's at Magic Disk again, and
1: it's
0: about to explode! Oh my god, Prime Minister David Butler just destroyed Launceston! Holy cow! But wait a minute, that bomb actually looks like it improved it! Yeah, man! Look at how nice it looks now. They even look like they could produce half a decent nugget. Well, guys, I think we all know where we need to go now. Who can drive really fast and get us to testing quickly? Man, are you blind or stupid? I am the fastest man in the history of the world, man. Everyone get on my back, and I will take you to Launceston so we can save the world from the aliens.
2: Baby, oh, is that
0: even possible? Shut up you little thirteen year old girl man. Just do as I say so we can save the planet. I must say this is a splendid idea. Everyone hop on the bastard making. Oh yeah, like totally my fantasy. That's hard. No 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 wrong 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 Winch 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 lipper 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 Wing Oof. Oh, my God. Michael Jackson just punched Will Hodgman. I apologize, Chad, but he is just so annoying. hee <laughs> Enough of your whinging, everyone. Lisa, my muffin, turn off that TV and get Billy safe. We need to get on a save bolt's back and he will take us to Launceston to once and for all stop the evil David Bartlett destroying the rest of the world. All of a sudden, a large whirring sound is heard. My lord. What was that? Look at dee, mummy! It's a spaceship! Oh my god! It's the aliens! Just then a large alien spaceship stands in front of them and a large metal door opens with a small snake-like creature with legs. Oh my lord! You are ugly! Dip da D, you are dead! I saw you die! No you stupid earthling! That was my brother! I am do-da-dip, and I am here to kill you all! <laughs> Will do. dap dip really kill them all? Is he really Dip-Dap-Doo's brother? Has David Bartlett succeeded in creating the new evil headquarters in Launceston? And did Lisa turn off the TV like her father asked? Find out next time on Days of Our Pies! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just make noises. Plenty happening. Plenty of exciting things to hear. And you will hear episode 6 of that in our next episode. <coughs> had this guy on in a couple of weeks so let's get him on again it's colin hilding hello colin welcome back to the brink
3: i'm still alive this is the proof
0: yes um the fun thing is about this segment we literally just said let's do a brink thing did we work out what we're talking about no (laughs) um how's winnipeg uh you you all dead yet
3: No, actually, Winnipeg's, um, as of Monday, they are going to be entering phase one of reopening, which really isn't that much different than state of emergency. (laughs) The biggest difference seems to be like right now, parks are closed, right? Like you can't take a kid to the park as of Monday. You'll be able to, but it's like you still have to, you know. Uh, keep keep it distancing and everything and then uh, I think malls were closed and malls are going to be allowed to be open um, as of Monday of course they have no idea how they're logistically going to be able to pull that off Uh, and then as of Monday I think fast food restaurants are allowed basically any type of walk up service is allowed Uh, the big thing is hair salons Um, they're on the I guess just one step below essential service so that's reopening
0: Yay, you can get a haircut finally.
3: It, th- it would come in really handy. I mean, uh, Jamie actually sort of cut mine the best she could. She <laughs> tried to cut the twins' hair, and I'm calling my twins crop circles now because what <laughs> she did basically has all these odd lines that seem to be in the hair where she took too much off in spots. Wow. So my babies look like crop circles. Casper doesn't like anybody coming near his ears. We basically have to have two people hold them down whenever we have a friend who's a hairdresser who cuts his hair. Um, I, I, commented Jamie the other day that he's developing a rat tail that I'm quite embarrassed about. <laughs> so maybe we could take him in just to get his rat tail taken off. Wow. Yeah.
0: No, don't, don't let that grow. Um, he'll either be a bogan, a redneck or a Padawan. Um, maybe go for the Padawan. Maybe you can plat it or something like that. And maybe you could yell it like, I hate you.
3: It's all dad's fault. Yeah. If we just let this, you know, pandemic go on for another year, I would have a nice Padawan on my hands
0: yeah exactly i i for one need a haircut um and when mallory eventually gets here she's like i'll cut your hair and i'm like yeah no i'm good um so (laughs) i don't know if i would trust her to to cut my hair are are you excited of this prospect i don't know since the last time i read about it if it's changed or whatnot uh i think they're wanting to get the nhl started by doing this in like hubs around the country a similar thing they're trying to do with the afl back in australia uh do, do you think this can work and if it does is Winnipeg one of these hubs
3: uh no because um, one of the restrictions for Manitoba like they basically have said there's gonna be four phases but they they can't even say what phase two is gonna include they're like we're looking at these things for phase two but they flat out said there's gonna be no public sporting events or public concerts or anything like that until at least the fall so any type of hockey that restarts for playoffs is not going to be in Winnipeg but yeah I heard the same thing that It's potentially going to be we're looking for maybe, you know, less uh, half a dozen or less cities that we can host games and then we would just alternate. You know, if they were to just jump straight to a playoffs, I think that would be the most realistic thing. And then you just go back and forth. Now, whether they just determine that it's going to be the playoffs that would have happened at the close of the season or if they open it up and say we're going to allow – extra teams in as wild cards who knows uh but it could be fun i would think one way or the other based on when this would even possibly happen it's probably gonna have to be like shorter series like you know uh instead of a best of seven series they do a best of five series i would think
0: so do do you think this might mean that toronto could actually win a playoff series if it's shorter games they wouldn't have to go to game seven colin this this is beneficial
3: to them if, if they're playing Boston, especially since they always lose to game uh, game seven to Boston, um, I, I'm I'm excited because I think there's a if they allow more teams to come in and did a larger playoffs as far as the amount of teams or series, but shorter series that would be great because you get a lot of extra teams in there. And I mean, let's be honest, the playoffs never actually comes down to whoever was the best team of the you know of the year. But the other interesting thing is these teams have had massive you know layoffs at this point, not layoffs as in from work, but they. None of these guys have played in months, so are they going to come back and just be fumbling and stumbling all over the ice? You know, uh, Conor McGregor and Sidney Crosby, you know, bumping into each other, knocking each other out, sliding all over the place. I mean, it could be fun hockey. It'll be a train wreck, but it'll be fun.
0: We might get a game. We we might have kept him in better shape. But like Sidney Crosby's going to be fat. He's going to come back and he's like, you know, yeah. Sh- shit, I thought I had the year off and here he is eating too many donuts and things like that. I, I would be interested to see it because uh, in Australia, I mean, it's a little bit different. I think they're basically – Uh, They've done a little bit better with all this whole situation. So I I know the rugby is due to start up at the end of this month, you know, and no crowds, all that kind of stuff. But they're trying to do it with the AFL. Similar thing, hub cities, no crowds, all this kind of fun stuff. But they actually had the first round of the AFL season before they cancelled it or at least postponed it. And all of that was in front of empty stands. Like it was all empty stadiums. And it was so weird to watch and i can't mm-hmm. imagine that's going be, to be even weirder i feel for an indoor sport like hockey where kind of the acoustics are a little bit different and all that kind of stuff like ha- have you ever seen something like that like has that ever have they ever done some weird thing with hockey in this country where there's no fans like, i can't imagine they would have
3: no i mean every once in a while you watch a game from some of these cities that don't have big markets and it feels like it's empty arena i mean that was we got we got the jets back in winnipeg because they were basically having empty arenas in atlanta so i guess that's kind of a thing uh what is funny though? um um i don't know if you heard that like wwe was deemed an essential service in florida which is bizarre <laughs> but they've been, doing empty, they've been doing like empty arenas You know, Ever since this thing started And it was actually quite hilarious to watch Like in a bad way You're like I never want to watch this again Because you don't realize how much Even a sport like that depends on a crowd But like the first show that they did I watched it And you had people Like the wrestlers were in there And they were turning to the crowd And clapping Come on everybody As if get into it And then they suddenly realize Wait there's nobody there Like this is live television You can't edit that out (laughs) Like I don't know Sports So much of it relies on on the crowd interaction. I I think even just for the excitement of watching it on TV, I mean, it's one thing, I think, to just say, yeah, you could have the game, but is it going to be any fun to watch if there's not anybody cheering and there's no stakes? I mean, also, you look at, like, home team advantage. I mean, their cities, Winnipeg being one of the main ones. I mean, Winnipeg, when they first came back here we had like the best record as far as home teams or home games went but we had such a terrible record on away games that like we didn't make the playoffs for 3 or 4 years so there's certain teams that just they really rely on that local crowd to get them into it now not only are you not going to have a crowd to get you into it you're probably not even going to be local
0: they they had an idea I, I think it was maybe for the premier league in the uk that if they were to start it up again with no crowds, that TV networks would dub over crowd sound effects for television <laughs> viewers because a lot of people, when watching the AFL in that round one, were like, this this is really hard to watch. Like, no crowd, it's, it's really weird. But I don't know if that's too fake. Like, how do you know what they're cheering? Like, what if yeah. you've got this great play and you accidentally play, like, a slow clap or you add a boo in when they shouldn't be booing? Like, it's, it's kind of an odd concept. I don't, I don't know if I like that.
3: Yeah. Well, to, to give anybody the daunting task of you're in charge of the cheers and the booze at the right time. I mean, I don't want to be that guy. You accidentally hit a button and, you know, you're playing the theme from Leave it to Beaver or something. Like, <laughs> it could be a complete nightmare. But it would be fun to have it. Like, I was thinking that, you know, what would it be like if you don't have the crowd cheering? Because then you're hearing the players. It's one thing when you're watching a game and nothing's going on and you can hear the players you know there's skates on the ice or they take they take a shot and you hear the the slap but if there's no crowd like we're literally going to be hearing these guys breathing and sneezing and farting <laughs> maybe it would be better to have some type of sound over that if not just you know cut the the mics completely and they just have generic sound effects of just ice scraping
0: the the one that i think is funny cuz obviously i'm a big formula 1 fan and they're trying to get that started up in july and like there will be no crowds it's like well as much as it's great to go watch a formula one race live. Um, when you're watching it on TV, you don't hear the crowds anyway. You are just hearing the car. So I don't think the whole viewer experience of watching a grand Prix with an empty circuit is, is really going to yes. affect many people. Um, or, the, or the driver. Yeah, the, the, exactly. The driver, the, the drivers can't exactly hear it as they're going around there. Um, we, if, here's a hypothetical for you though they start the season up it's a shortened playoff series maybe, maybe they just simply do like a, a one game wins. like it's a simple elimination sort of kind of like the NFL or something like that if Toronto were to win a Stanley Cup <laughs> that way w- would you kind of be like oh man we, we won it in a shit way or would you be like fuck it we've got a Stanley Cup screw everyone
3: uh, I think unless they really do a regular playoffs, whoever wins is always going to be looked at. as like, well, they won in the pandemic year, you know? Like, that. that's why even I, I want to see playoffs no matter what. If there's such a short time window that they're going to have to do short series or, like you said, a one-game thing, I'd be interested in watching it. But I... I it doesn't matter who wins. I mean, the best team, I don't even remember who the best team was. It's been so long since it's been hockey. But whoever was number one at the end of the season, if they win, I'm still going to be like, yeah, but you know what? It wasn't a real season.
0: I think even if uh, the pandemic was still going on, there was all this social distancing, distancing stuff and that, but the least were to win. I think that you guys would still, you know, mob everyone in Toronto. You'd be like, fuck, the whole city can get coronavirus. We need to do a street parade. We saw what happened with the Raptors. It would be like four <laughs> times the size of that for the Leafs, I can imagine.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, if it's been that long, I mean, you know, well, Toronto just had that recently, I guess, though, with the Raptors. So so maybe they're all paraded out. But no, no, let's be honest. I mean, it's going to be a riot one way or the other. It's a Canadian city <laughs> Every Canadian's gonna riot whether they win or lose. They tomorrow they can simply just announce the playoffs are starting. But <laughs> hey, it's gonna be one game, no crowds, one player per team, empty nets, and still Canadians are gonna riot just because they get hockey back.
0: Boston were on top of the league when it uh, went to break. Boston. Uh, oh, Toronto. Boston. Twelfth. Uh, Calgary. Seventeenth. And Anaheim. Twenty seventh. So, uh, but Detroit. Detroit on the bottom. That's where we want it. Uh, Winnipeg, 15th. So, smack bang in the middle. Oh. So, there you go. So,
3: there's, there's a chance.
0: You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah.
2: One thing, before
0: I let you go, I, I thought I'd have a, a... You don't know anything about this. This is all completely on the spot. Uh, but a fun little game, actually. I, uh, in the last week or so, went to a dollar store because you are got <laughs> dollar stores and they're great because unlike our sort of cheap stores in Australia where you know there are still things that are more than a dollar literally everything in this store is like a dollar or a dollar 25 i guess after tax uh when i was lining up to buy my i think i was buying plastic forks or something like that at the counter they had nhl trading cards for a dollar 25 a packet i'm like oh yeah I'm going to buy some. You get four in a packet. Mm-hmm. I got three packets. So I got 12 cards. Now, I want to test your knowledge. I'm going to read out players on these cards, and you can tell me what team they play for. Do, do you think you're pretty knowledgeable on all the players in the NHL?
3: No, not that good um, because <laughs> I actually get a lot of those. I get a lot of those from the dollar stores as well. Um, <laughs> and uh, half the time when I open it, I'm like, oh, I like that team. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm generally the same. All right, let's. I, and these, me being anal, I have put these in number orders of the cards. And you're not allowed to Google if you're typing around there. Don't cheat. Um, your your first one, uh, Alex Kerfoot. Oh, he's on Toronto now. He is. He is a leaf. I was hoping you would get that one. Good job. I was, was going to say if this was last year's set, it would have been Colorado. You are correct. It says their teams on the back. Uh, David Backs Backes B A C K E S. Uh, Washington. He's a Bruin, so no. Oh,
3: was he Washington? That's the question. <laughs> uh,
0: he has only ever played for the Blues or the Bruins, so no, not even close. Um, well, they're close to Washington. Carter It's Huston. pretty much
3: Washington. Um, I'm going to take a wild guess. I have a one in, what, 31 chance here. <laughs> I'm going to say Los Angeles. He plays for Buffalo, and
0: he has never played for the Kings. Uh, Brayden Coburn. Braden Coburn, um, like Nashville,
1: somebody you
0: want, let me guess. Uh, Tampa Bay. Sounds like someone you want to punch at a volleyball match or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, he never played for Nashville either. I'm just checking the back of the cards. All right, Tyler Ennis.
3: Tyler Ennis. See, now we're getting this. These are definitely like dollar store cards. <laughs> I don't even know if these are real players. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Florida now. Let me stick in that region. Uh, well, I mean, it's
0: a similar team, Ottawa. No one cares about him. So, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Radko Gudas. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, He's from the Czech Republic, <laughs> if you're wondering. Uh, <laughs> let me just take a, another shot in the dark and say Edmonton?
0: Washington. Uh, <laughs> you should have gone for one of your early ones. Uh, Jacob Varana. Also from the Czech Jacob- Republic.
3: Um, I'm going to go Washington again. Correct. Yes, he is a Washington. He's a Washington. One (laughs) guess. Matt Duchesne. Oh, I know this name. Why can't I place the team? Um, Matt Duchesne. If I recognize the name is possible, he's Toronto as well. So let me
0: take a guess and say Toronto. Well, he's from Ontario, but he plays for the Predators. So... Ah. You you were kind of there. Uh, Alex Iafalo. Can you spell that? <laughs>
3: I-A-F-I-L-L-O. A-L-L-O. Uh, Minnesota.
0: He's from Los Angeles. There you go. Uh, of all these cards, the only one I would have gotten is this one. Ryan Miller.
3: Ryan Miller, yeah. Well, Ryan, oh, well, he played for Vancouver. He, oh, he played. No, sorry, was it Los Angeles? He played for. He played for he Los was, Angeles. I don't know. He if did there. play
0: for Vancouver, but he doesn't play mm-hmm. for them anymore. Think yeah, if I would have San- gotten this. If I would have gotten this, surely he plays for one of two teams:
3: Calgary or <laughs> I don't even know what your other team is. Anaheim. Anaheim. Oh yeah, he's the Ducks. Duck. Okay, he's a Ducks.
1: The Ducks.
0: Are? He's, he's the he's Ducks' number one goaltender, yes.
3: I mean, he, I remember him from the Olympics. Like, he was, you know, the star of the U.S. Olympic team. But, uh, yeah, and then also, you know, with Vancouver. But he's got to be, what, like 50 now?
0: <laughs> uh, he is uh, 40. So nearly 10 years away. <laughs> so, <laughs> born in 1980. All right, two more to go. Nate Schmidt, Schmidtie.
3: Schmitty, good old Schmitty from the city of, and plays for the team of. I like this game. (laughs) Dallas.
0: He plays for Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, that was my second guess. I'm totally playing this game with Mallory on this episode too. Uh, The (laughs) final one I have for you, Jonathan Marshall Salt. Marsh
3: Salt. I'm going to go with Dallas again.
0: You should have gone for Vegas again because he plays oh, for... Oh,
3: I said Vegas. Didn't you hear me?
0: I did, yes. You got like three correct. No, four correct, I think. Good job. Um, no, I, I, I like this game. Every time I go to the dollar store now, I feel like I'm going to buy these cards because, I mean, they're a dollar. I, I loved collecting these as yeah, a kid. I... Well, not hockey ones. I couldn't get I hockey ones in Australia. I yeah
3: it was like a year or two ago uh, I had bought some and it was one of these things where you bought like a big box that had, you know, 50 cards in it. And I'm like, you know, this would be fun to do. And then I realized somebody else at work had uh, been collecting too and gave me a bunch of doubles. And then and now I've got like, I, I had them all in a binder and everything and I would arrange them, but then you want to arrange them in order of the, the, uh, the, the cards on the back. Like they number them one through 250 or whatever there is. And It was just getting so much of a pain to rearrange them. I just started putting them in random places, and then I just stopped putting the binder at all, and I just have a drawer with hockey cards right now.
0: (laughs) See, that's the thing. I find most pleasure in rearranging them and putting them in order. That's where I have the fun. I love doing that. So if you want to send it to me, I'll do it for you.
3: I would too, except for the fact that at this point I was getting some every time I went to a dollar store. Jamie was going to dollar stores and getting some. So it was like a twice a week thing. And I'm like, I simply don't have time for this anymore. I could have said stop buying me cards, but instead I'm like, no, I'm just not going to arrange them. I I want
0: cards. Yes, exactly. The other thing, too, I think I was in a Walmart or a superstore. I love your stores over here. I haven't got sick of them yet. Um, And they had the the NHL sticker albums. And I, as a kid, one of the things I always collected every year was the AFL sticker albums. So I'm like, oh, stop spending money, Ben, but it's tempting. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how you went poor? (laughs) Yes, that's why Ben is bankrupt, because he bought But
3: That's why the dollar stores are great, because nobody goes poor. The thing is, can I just say,
0: what's so great about the dollar store, right? I didn't realise they'll sell food, and I guess some people would be sceptical over, like, buying certain types of food, but I needed a shitload of spices. I got, like, Mm -hmm. ten spices for ten dollars, and they taste fine. I mean, I probably got some sort of internal disease. I don't know. But, like, I also bought, like, a jar of minced garlic. That was fine. I think I got a Mm -hmm. tin of crushed tomatoes to make a chilli. That was fine. Um... It was good. So good
3: on you, dollar store. I uh, I can't eat much like from restaurants and everything, you know, because I can't eat gluten. Uh, and I go to Calgary every year for the Moguls World Cup. So whenever I go there, you know, I'm, I'm usually just going myself. So I'm not going to bother to eat out. I'm not going to eat hotel food because I can't trust it. And I don't want to pack food. So I will I will just go to the dollar store and I'll buy like those, those little pre-made rice things in a package. All <laughs> you do is microwave it. And I'll yep. buy, like, a can of tuna at a dollar store, and I'll eat, like, tuna and rice for three days.
0: <laughs> You're like a university student. That's um... Actually, one thing exactly. at Walmart, yeah. they had um, packets of, like, all-season all chips for, like, I think it was 50 cents a packet or 20 cents a packet. And apparently, mm-hmm. like, these were the big family size packets too. And I think what had happened is Walmart, like, accidentally bought too many, so they had to sell them. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, this is perfect timing. All these people in quarantine, 20-cent packets of family-sized chips. Just you know, stupid keto diet, I can't eat them, but other people could, so good for them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody else can enjoy it, just not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, before I let you go, anything exciting? Seen any good new movies lately at all?
3: Uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, because you can't go to the theatre, you know, we've been renting. We, there's a thing here in Canada, you're going to come to enjoy it if you ever bank with Scotiabank. I don't even think you have to bank with it. but I do bank with Scotiabank. You're you talking about this V reward thing or whatever it is or... Scene rewards? Called scene, yeah. Yeah. So whenever – it's like Jamie has Scotiabank, and whenever she uses whatever it is, her debit card, her visa, depending on what you're using, you get a certain amount of points. So simply by spending money on cards, it doesn't even have to be a visa. It could just be a regular checking account. You get points, and it builds up for free movies. And then when you go to the movies, you use your scene card, and you get more points. So because we rarely get to get out anymore, we had like 3,000 scene points, which should have been enough for us – to you know go see like three movies we can't go there right now so we started renting stuff on the cineplex store and those are only like six or seven hundred points each so we we've got through like the the mr rogers movie beautiful day in the neighborhood we got birds of prey uh we just got gemini man with will smith um what was the other one there was one uh the one uh i yeah. can't even remember the other one yeah we're Good gonna like movie. one or two movies right now
0: yeah, well, I, I, funnily enough, I do have that, and I was all explained to me. And the reason I went with Scotiabank, well, there were two reasons I went with Scotiabank. One, because I'm like a new person to this country. They're not going to charge me bank fees for an entire year. And kind of just say, Canada, you charge way too much for bank fees. Holy crap, you charge a lot for Jeez. bank fees. <laughs> uh, go to Australia and New Zealand, where basically you basically pay nothing, uh, and you're paying like $20 a month on some accounts. What the fuck is that, Canada? Um, but. So I went in and they, they, I got this great bank manager. He set me up with everything. But I was all like, he's like, oh, so why did you choose Scotiabank? And I'm like, oh, well, because of this, I did a bit of research. And plus, you also sponsor two of my team's home arenas, the Scotiabank Centre and the Scotiabank Saddledome. So I've heard of you guys. So that's why I went with you. And he laughed. He's like, well, good to see how millions of dollars are paying off. And I'm like, they are. They yes. helped me sign up to a bank in this country. So thanks, Calgary. Thanks, Toronto. You did your job.
3: You know, And and you know what you can do now? You can just continue to use your card, and then you too can rent Gemini Man and be disappointed by it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will definitely do that. Colin, thank you for your time. We will talk to you again soon.
3: You will, by the time the playoffs are on and Toronto's winning.
0: All right. Now, I said earlier that I was going to tease and play this game with Mallory. Now, you've already heard me just do this with Colin a few minutes ago. Um, now, you you like games, though, don't you, Mallory? You're a, you're a bit of a competitive yes. person. Yeah. Last week, you did well in the provinces. You beat me. I beat you in the States, so good for that. Um, previously, at one point, we did a challenge, I think. I, I don't know if it was a we or if I just challenged you to name all of the 31 NHL teams. I think from memory, you did pretty well, didn't you?
1: I got like 20-something.
0: That's more than half. Mm-hmm. Good job. I thought I would have a fun game with you today, and this is something that I would fail miserably at because I would be purely guessing because actually only one of these people I've heard of. As you know, I went to no. Dollar Tree the other day, and at the counter they had uh, NHL cards for a dollar, right? And I bought three packets, so I have 12 cards in front of me. I'm going to read to you the name on each of these cards, and you have to tell me which team they play for. Oh, no. Oh, no, she says.
1: <laughs> If this is a competition between me and Colin, Colin has definitely
0: won. Well, Colin, I think got four. Um, he a couple of them were just complete wildcard guesses. He knew one of them. Uh, there is the one that I know. I'll give you this clue right now. Plays for one of the two teams that I go for, and but he knew him from a team that you're familiar with. If that helps you in any point, but anyway, are you are you ready to give this a crack? I'm ready. All right. The first player, Alex Kerfoot. And you're not allowed to Google. Get your fingers off your phone. (laughs) The Ducks. He plays for the Leafs. So that's a wrong answer. I'm going
1: against the Ducks for all of them, just so you know.
0: David Backus.
1: Also the Ducks.
0: He plays for the Bruins. Carter Hutton.
1: Also, the ducks. I've never heard of. of these okay, players. I'm just telling
0: you now. Only one player plays for the ducks, so you're only going to get one point if you continue on this.
1: <laughs> That's fine. I don't know any of them.
0: Carter Hutton.
1: I said the ducks.
0: Oh, you're wrong. He plays for Buffalo. Brayden Coburn. And no, he doesn't play for the ducks. Give me another team. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Lightning.
0: Correct. Good job. Wait, actually. There you go. I'll hold it up to the screen. You're correct. Aww. Look at me look go. How happy he is that you got him right. He's got his beard going there and everything. All right. Uh, Tyler Ennis.
1: The Jets.
0: And uh, look, I'll give you a second chance. He plays for a Canadian team, so you've got a one in six chance of getting this now.
1: Okay, I know it's not Vancouver.
0: And you also know it's not Calgary because you know I didn't get any Calgary cards. So there's only four teams nowadays. I know this
1: it's one. not Calgary. And I know it's not the Jets.
0: So you got one in four here.
1: Which means.
0: So, I don't.
1: Did you get Toronto players? No. I've
0: already had Toronto? one Toronto player. Are you saying Toronto?
1: No. I don't know. Yeah, I'll say Toronto.
0: You were in the right province. You just got the wrong team. It's Ottawa. Uh,
1: the Senators? You know what? That was the first thing that popped into my head when I. When you said, like, it's another Canadian team, I was like, oh, it's the Senators.
0: Radko Goudas. Somewhere in the States. Correct. Which part of the States? Um, Dallas. Washington. And Jakub Varana.
1: I feel like I've heard this name before. This isn't the Ducks one, is it? Um, i was
0: shaking my head at. For those who can't see me, listening to this,
1: I choose Pikachu. I choose you. Um. New York.
0: Which New York? Rangers. It didn't matter. It wasn't New York. I just wanted to tease you. It's Washington again. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Matt Duchesne. And I just want to point out, I'm probably pronouncing these names completely differently to how I did like 10 minutes ago with Colin. So, you know.
1: This isn't the Ducks one either?
0: No, it's not.
1: Is it a Canadian team? It is not. Um, one of the American
0: teams. It New is York? one of the American teams. <laughs> Which New York Islanders? Uh, again, teasing. It wasn't a New York team. Nashville, actually. Uh... <laughs> uh, all right, Alex Iaffalo.
1: I just continue to guess the Ducks again.
0: Uh, you can, but you're going to be wrong. The Ducks. Uh, the Kings. You were close. Here's one that oh. you might want to guess the Ducks with, Ryan Miller. The Ducks, the Ducks. <laughs> well, well we, the goalie. We talked about this. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is one I think you would have known because that's as soon as Colin heard his name, he was like, "Oh, he used to play for the Canucks, um, but he is the Ducks' number one goalie right now." We got him from you uh, a couple of seasons ago. So um, yeah, no, that's there, there you go. Uh, there's two left. Nate Schmidt, uh, the Oilers. He plays for the Golden Knights. And the final one, Jonathan Marshall Salt. Marshall Salt. Ma- Marshall Salt. Marshall Salt.
1: Are you okay?
0: I, 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 I can be.
1: Rangers.
0: Uh, incorrect. He plays for the Golden Knights as well. Uh, there you go. I think you got two, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Three.
0: Two. 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 Uh, you lost anyway. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, look, look you know, I, I, I and I'm, I'm saying to Colin before that I weirdly like getting these cards now, so you know every visit we're going to have to the Dollar Tree or whatever it is, you know what I'm going to be buying.
1: You... My dad and brother have boxes of Hawking cards that I'm sure you have.
0: I have boxes of cards uh, in my garage at Dad's house, too. Not, not Sadly, not hockey ones. We couldn't get hockey ones as kids. But I would have basketball cards. I'd have Australian football cards. I think I've even got Formula One cards in there. Like, I, I had them all. Uh, we collected them like crazy. But I like... These are a dollar a packet. You can't go past it for a dollar a packet. Come on. I'm sure if this was, like, bagel cards, you would be buying them. Like, here's <laughs> your all-seasons bagel and your cream cheese blueberry bagel card and, oh, look, here's my special rare chocolate chip bagel card. Yum. Yeah, all right. Yum, yum. Well, that was a fun game. We'll you, have another one next week. <laughs> we haven't had this guy on in a long time. Um, not since we're all locked inside and stuff like that. Uh, it is the one, the only, Mr. Joshua Shoebridge. Shoebridge. Hello, Joshua Shoebridge. It's a pleasure to have your Shoebridge self back on this show.
2: Thank you, Mr. Waterworth. It's good to have your worth of water on the airways.
0: Thank you. I haven't heard that in a while. Um, (laughs) You actually just pictured a bridge made of shoes uh, now.
2: Well, apparently... uh, Do you remember Harry...
0: Hazelwood? Yeah, yeah, I
2: remember Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his last name. He apparently... Has built a bridge out of shoes on on his property. Wow, okay. Apparently, apparently. I don't know how true it is. I don't, I, someone told me, I can't remember who, but yeah, apparently that's the thing.
0: Did he call it Josh?
2: I think he made it because of my last name. Oh,
0: that's, that's nice. That's You should get some copyright Money off that somehow. I don't know how you would, but um, turn into a
2: toll bridge. Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, how's yeah. how's life? How is Australian life in in lockdown? In in however Australia is right now. I mean, I haven't been there in a while. I don't know. I mean, are mean, you all dead over there?
2: No, no, we're not dead. Um, some are, some are not, and some are in that weird in between place I like to call uh, NRL. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. No, no, it, for, look, life for me has been quite normal. So I'm a frontline worker, as you know, and I'm like I'm, – the only things that have changed is where I do things during the day. So venues have changed uh, and, I, we yeah, that's it, that's it for me. So, I, like, venues have changed and but we're still doing the same things. Uh, but there are some people who, like my wife under, for for – an example she's now working from home so she's a school teacher and then she's got all the kids at home as well doing homeschooling as well which is it sucks to be her i can imagine so yeah so
0: does she have to teach her own class while also teaching her own children
2: she has to attempt to teach her own class right so she's got to make contact with them uh, they've got virtual classrooms it's. I, I watched her try to do it while I was home for a few minutes the other day, and it. My opinion on 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 how their teachers are working at the moment is they've got it easy. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Unless you've got kids at home as well, but then then, yeah.
0: It's it's funny actually because um, you know I'm not a father at least that I know of, and, you know I I don't have to deal with having to put up with children at home so I, I don't know what it's like I can't imagine mm. it's fun but it, it's funny how I I tweeted ages ago I think when all of this started about something about being in lockdown and I got a, uh, a person reply obviously a parent being a bit self-entitled like oh says someone who doesn't have children at home it's kind of you know uh, parents out there you do fantastic jobs you raise children great good for you but at the end of the day your choice to have kids you didn't use a condom don't shove it down my throat and be preachy shut the fuck up yeah, no, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I you
2: say it. that it's like, been built uh, yeah.
0: up for a month, Josh.:
2: <laughs> No, well, I, I'm on the same opinion that like, I chose to have kids. Yes, that's my choice. Yes.: Exactly, That's it, exactly.: That's it, exactly. And but that goes with everything, like you, people get offended. What? People get offended.
0: Everything. No, I know
2: it's bad. It's
0: bad. One thing. One thing I'll say though, Josh. To quickly interrupt you though, can we just say that with all of this COVID crap, like all these people getting offended, not as bad as it has been. It's
2: kind of calmed down a little bit. So, slight positive there. Exactly. uh, uh, Yes and no. There's been no protests. But if you post something on social media, will oh, you get hit hard.
0: True, yeah. I mean, and you never post anything on social media, Josh. I never see you post anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen a controversial
0: one from you in quite some time, though. So good job.
2: No, I've been quite good. Um, yeah, but trust me, if you follow me on social media, things are coming. Oh, things are coming. We're, we're, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, I got so after the last. Federal election, I sort of calmed down, took a bit of a break because gearing up for the local government elections coming up that were meant to be coming up September. And so I thought – and then they got delayed. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm not going to have an election this year. Now we're going to have two. Oh, it's going to be rubbish. thrilling. You know, by-election, by-election, by-election. And uh, so – but, yeah, so controversial things will come. I, I, I still listen to, to controversial figures such as like Ben Shapiro and – uh, Stephen Crowder, who is a fellow Canadian, by the way. There,
0: there you go. There you go. It's um, I got really into um, not really on the same. Like I've watched a bit of Ben Shapiro. I kind of I, I don't actually mind some of his stuff. Uh but the one that I yeah. like, and he's not really a, a commentator as such. He's just a comedian, Jimmy Carr. He is a funny.
2: Oh, I man, love Jimmy because he doesn't oh, have a man. filter,
0: and I love his comedy.
2: What I do, so when I go tabletop gaming, which I haven't been able to do for a while, when it's not my turn, I will sit there with my phone and look up Jimmy Carr online. As, yep. as people are trying to make their crucial roles, I'll, I'll go, I can't even think about <laughs> but I won't say it on But I'll say something and they'll be like, oh, that's so bad. Um, so I've had to rely on sending the memes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And if anyone could get into my personal messages, I'd probably be barred from <laughs> doing anything. So I, like, uh, let's see, let's see, let's find one. Let's.
0: I can one. think I'll of one, but it's it. very inappropriate. But I'm going to say it anyway. He's he's renowned for uh, heckle coming back to hecklers, uh, and I love the one that he constantly uses, where he goes to like a heckler. If you're looking for a comeback, if you're looking for a comeback, I can <laughs> scrape it off your mum's
2: teeth. Uh, yes. Love it. Yep. And I've used that one a nu- numerous times. Yep. But my, my favourite one, of uh, the one that would be something I can say without causing too much hysteria, it's a meme that I sent to a friend of mine who is Korean okay. too, by the way.
0: Need to call uh, it's a picture
2: of Kim Jong-un yep. and a graph. <laughs> and it says, Kim Jong-un dies. Obesity in North Korea drops to 0%. Wow. That's, yep. Yep like uh, there there there's a there's a few other good ones um uh, the from the scene of in episode one the phantom Menace mm. where Anakin is being interviewed by the council yep your thoughts dwell on your mother <laughs> my thoughts dwell on your mother Ooh. actually on
0: that i was good i it's kind of off topic but we're on star wars here Um, I, I, I saw a meme today, actually, I don't know if I tagged you and I need to send it to you. Um, it was, Mm. it was in episode three, uh, the bit when, uh, Anakin and, uh, Padme having their little argument and then we see Obi-Wan on the ship and then Anakin loses it and starts choking Padme. Uh, so it's got, you know, Anakin, I love you. I have no feelings for Obi-Wan. And then Anakin says, but how could you not? He's so handsome. I mean, look at him. <laughs> He's physically outstanding. And it's just a... Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. No, that's fine. I find it funny. Very attractive. Um, Mandalorian, it, we, Josh. Yes. Actually, on Star Wars, I don't think I've talked to you about the Mandalorian. Give me your thoughts.
2: No. Whoever made it, which we all know it was Dave Floney, uh with a mixture of different directors, No Star Wars better than anyone.
0: Couldn't agree more.
2: And you can see... And you can actually see that in the last season of Clone Wars as well, because he had a lot, lot to do with it as well. Which I haven't—I I
0: downloaded it all legally, of course—and uh, I haven't watched it because I've never watched the Clone Wars animated series, and I really want to, but it's—it's it's on my ever-growing list of things to catch up on.
2: In my opinion, in my opinion. Watch this season first, okay? Because you know what happened. You see, so you know episode three. You know that you know the canon. This all, uh, and you've seen the Clone Wars movie. I have, yes. Okay, so you know who a Soaker is. I do, yes. Okay, so oh no, you're gonna have to watch one. <laughs> there's a, s- I'm gonna send you an episode list. There's an episode. Watch if you've seen the Clone Wars, which eh, it's not that good, but it's yeah, good it was enough.
0: okay. It's better than the last. And Jedi. there's. <laughs>
2: Shut up! Um, but there's this sequence of episodes that happen mid-season, okay, to do with Ahsoka, which is very relevant to where she's at now, okay. Uh, so, so I'll send you an episode list. So the, but no, the Mandalorian. Oh my goodness! I I've actually ordered a, a latex mold for the Mandalorian's helmet. Nice so i'm going to i'm going to that's on my to-do list to to have that on my so i i don't know if you've seen my helmet collection now i've got uh captain rex's helmet i have a stormtrooper helmet i have Boba fett's helmet i've got a generic mandalorian helmet now i'm going to have you know the Mandalorian's the helmet
0: mando's helmet
2: hell yeah um i've actually got i 3d printed the mando nice from uh and um and Gina's character. Oh my goodness, she is my new Disney princess. nig IG eleven,
0: what about Baby Yoda?
2: I have Baby Yoda in the capsule. Nice. So I so I play a game called Star Wars Legion, which is it's a tabletop war game set in the Star Wars universe. And those characters are not canon within that game as of yet, but we've I've printed them off. I actually had some of my miniatures uh, used as. Prizes for the last grand national competition that we had in January. Great,
0: nice. Have you? Uh, Which is fun. I don't know if you're a huge video gamer still, but have you played um, Fallen Order? No. Great.
2: I haven't. Absolutely I, great. I don't. I don't have the time to play through video games, unfortunately. Well, I recommend uh, if you but... if
0: you don't able to play it, like look up the the story of it. The story's great. I have, and I the have. twist I've at the end is pretty good all too. Of...
2: I, I was able to sit down and watch all the cutscenes.
0: Nice. So you saw the the thing at the end of the series. Certain... Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We won't yep. say anything. Yep. About anything. Um,
2: uh, so, but yes, yeah. But that's the thing. I've I've also been reading a lot of the books. Well, so when I say reading, Audible.
0: You can't be bothered. Yeah, you Thank listen God to think. the Audible. I well, I actually one thing I did because um you know I was in the Star Wars zone at the end of last year, of course. Um. And, I mean, I'm I not the biggest reader, but I one thing I've always wanted to do is actually go through the books. So I, I wrote a list of all now the official canon Star Wars books now. That, that Obviously, they erased a lot of those Legends ones from existence. So I've gone, I've got canon in order, and I'm also going to do it with the Bond ones because I've actually never read the Bond books, never read the Ian Fleming Bond books and all that sort of
2: stuff. So. <laughs> do you know what's funny? I have actually read every single Ian Fleming Bond book. Nice. Wow. I, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, especially like my first f- foray into it was, was reading Dr. No, mm-hmm. e- even though it's not the first book. Nope. Um, but for, and when I started reading the Bond books, in my head, I only had the Bond movie mm. knowledge. So I go, oh, yeah, Dr. No, that's the first one. And reading it was like, wow, I got so more so much more out of the movie because I read the book.
0: I mean, they're all they're all – completely different basically um and i mean yeah this, well, that's it and this is the kind of thing that we talk a lot about on 007 download now it's kind of of they've obviously gone through all the titles of the books except there's i think like three or four basically short stories that they've never used like there's shatterhand that they've never used um james bond in new york which they will never use but like it's kind of interesting that you know we have yeah, I I don't know if you're like me. It's a bit anal, like kind of. Just use them all, and then we can kind of come up with no time to die and things like that. But
2: uh... well, that's it. I'm I'm the same. I it's I'm of the opinion with that with Dan Brown's book. So I I don't I probably one of the rare ones that actually I thoroughly enjoyed Tom Hanks in Angels and Demons and um, The, the Vinci Da Vinci Code. Code. Yeah. I think they're great books, great movies. I would love to see him do other things like The Lost Symbol. I want them to do The Lost Symbol. I'm a Freemason. I want to see what they do. Mm. So that would be great to see, just having that insider's perspective See, I,
0: I'm not. I'm. I'm not a reader. Uh, the the only really thing I can ever compare anything is obviously a Mad Jurassic Park fan. I've I've read the, the the two books, and of course they're so much better than the movies, and the movies are brilliant themselves. The only one that I I have done in recent times, actually, I, I tell a lie. I used to read the Tomorrow When the War Began books uh, as a teenager, as most Australian kids did, and I yep. really enjoyed the movie really adaptation. Did. I thought it was very close to the book. Um, and, and they should have kept
2: it going. They yeah, because the TV it show was, it was
0: fine, but it was weird. They added so many elements in the TV show that weren't necessary. Um, but the other one was, when I was here last, in Victoria, before I moved here, um, Mallory's dad was listening to an audiobook of... And why have I gone blank on the name of it? Um, oh, gosh, what was that Steven Spielberg movie where it was like um, they plugged into a video game machine? It was like a... Um,
2: Oh, um 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 Ready
0: Player 1. Ready Player one. 1. Thank you very much. We listened to the audiobook of Ready Player 1. And like this was unabridged, so that it was you know and it was done by um yeah. Will Wheaton. So I um, really enjoyable, Ooh, really okay. really enjoyable. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. And then of course we went and saw the movie. And the movie wasn't that good in my life. I mean it was okay. It was fine. It was, a, it, was it
2: was a good but movie But The book was so much for better. Sake. Yeah, hell, hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. I've read the book. I've read the book. It's 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 really good. It is. I um, really enjoyed it. But but go, but going back into Star Wars, like you said something about uh, not going with the canon line.
0: Mm. The le- so how Disney scrapped with big freaking mistake, which, man. Which which can I say? Because actually, like I want to ask your quick opinion. On the Rise of Skywalker, because okay. we don't have much time. But, like, I from what I have read the synopsis of and seen videos on YouTube and that of what some of the canon was, and because this is one thing that I did. Like, before we ever had the sequel trilogy, I was one of those people. Mm. What happens afterwards? And then I try to find it, and I kind of read a few things here and there, and it sa- sounded kind of cool. But um, that makes me a bit sad that some of those stories that they could have used in the sequel trilogy would have been so much better than what they did. But anyway, a tangent. Okay. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Come no, on. No, 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 no.
2: Hit me with it. Okay. Uh, but you've got me wanting to talk about that now. Okay. You, you've got you've <laughs> got four
0: minutes, basically. My chicken's nearly ready, Josh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, first things first, the way that they did Leia, I thought it was totally respectful. It, it, it was... They used already used footage. They... The one thing I, I they didn't explain in the movie than they did in the book, which is important. Read the book because there's the book tells a lot more. the The medal that spoiler alert the medal that she has that's given to Chewbacca at the end was actually Han's medal,
0: which I think I did read somebody explain before the book came out because <laughs> that was kind of like how that was Lando's daughter yep. where he's like flirting with her at yep. the end. <laughs>
2: yes, uh, the fact that they used Palpatine as a clone. Yes, great, fantastic. Happened numerous times in the old canon. Uh, Rey being a Palpatine, yes, I can get behind it. Wow! Because she's also a Skywalker. The reason why I say that is because it is now canon that Palpatine was the one who created Anakin Skywalker in by using the Force. I that is canon now. So she is a Skywalker. And if you go back into a book that was done two years ago, uh, Thrawn Alliances, mm-hmm. uh, they describe – so in, there's another galaxy uh, called the uh, Chiss Ascendancy, so Admiral Thrawn. He's my favourite character in the Star Wars galaxy is Thrawn. And so they, in their, they have Force users, but they're usually children, and as they get older, their, their ability to use Force is gone, and they use them as navigators on their, in their hyperlanes. Because they haven't got the technology to navigate, and they call them—they're uh, translated from from chess yes. to common—is the, the Skywalker. Okay. So that that's a, that's an important thing. Anyway, I digress. So um, <laughs> I like how they they made Luke more Luke again. Well,
0: that wasn't that hard. It,
2: it wasn't <laughs> that hard, and the fact that it, it, he seemed like he seemed like an amalgamation of. Luke, Obi Wan, and Yoda. That's what I got from it because the way he was speaking to Ray, and just there was that nice little tone. The one thing I I wish they did was instead of doing the voices with Ray, is have all the the four spirits behind
0: her. And, and can I just say, Josh, that would have been midnight screening. The only thing that I was hanging out for was an appearance from Hayden Christensen. We got a well, you voice. Got his voice, and like that that scene. So when that scene happened, I'm like I'm hearing him straight away. Like oh my god, that's Hayden Christensen, that's Samuel L. Jackson, that's Liam Neeson, that's that's and McGregor. Like, I could hear them, and then even I knew yeah. enough. Like I knew Freddie Prince Jr. like because I could tell that was Freddie Prince Jr. and all that sort of stuff. And then yeah, I'm thinking well, like he, well, they're well, about to plays, appear, they're well, about to appear, and then nothing.
2: <laughs> no, but I will say though the scene where she's blocking the lightning. And Palpatine's, like, just pushing it right on her. I love that. There's that split-second scene from this angle. I love it. Um, I, I must say, I got really excited when I heard Lando go, no, there are more us. And then up goes Poe, and then this, this a massive ship. And I'm thinking, I, I know what that ship is, I know what that ship is, I know what that ship is, I know what that ship is. And... Oh, it, to me, it was this it, an excitement building, and like, I can understand why they did it. Was a little bit like the Avengers when they did the portal scene.
0: Well, I've got to, got to say to you, Josh, because we're about to cap it as my chickens only ready. So we we'll have to talk about this in the next week. Next week, because we're hopefully now we're going oh, to yes. try and make this a weekly thing. But one thing I will say uh-huh. to you, two things I'll say to you. One, yes, I basically disagree with everything you said. But two, I admire your passion and enthusiasm for this franchise because I think you are. The only person that I know that is able to sit here with such a, a positive spin on not only The Rise of Skywalker, you do it with The Last Jedi. So I, I admire you for that. I really, And I'm not, well, I'm not I, bullshitting well, you either. It. I legitimately admire you for that.
2: I, I don't come at it from someone who's expecting to see a great movie. I'm coming at it from someone who... I've grown up with Star Wars nearly my entire life. Like, I was five years old when I first saw, I can actually tell you where I was sitting, how I was watching it, and when I first saw episode four. And for me, it was just a continuation of reality. So, and I, and, and I have to admit, seeing Star Wars is a lot better than my reality as it is. And that's, for me, it's an escape. I don't care what happens. I just love that it's there. That's my chicken. Sorry, uh, I
0: don't want to catch <laughs> you out right. in this very deep, meaningful part of your your explanation. Yeah, no, that's I, all right.
2: We, we 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 can get back onto it next. We week. We
0: will, we next will, bit. Josh. But I will like this is again like in all seriousness, and like I love hearing stories like that. Let's talk about it next week. We want to try and bring back forget the lyrics. Yeah. we're going to try and make this more of a regular thing. But. Um, you know you you i mean i love my star wars i really love my star wars you know i love my star wars but i don't love it as much as you do. oh yeah and i i know that and you you are far more knowledgeable on it so this is where i i think i come from that perspective of you having and, that and, and, yeah. and
2: that's probably why i i'm have that that passion for it because i understand certain things that are going on like you what, what a lot of people just see is a face valley they see the movie they don't read the books, they don't see the comics, they don't play the games, they they don't understand the context just like what Obi-Wan says, that many of the truths that we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view and we only see one point of view when we watch the movie
0: Great I like that, that's that's a great way of looking at it Josh, mate, it's good to have you back we'll have you back next week, warm up those singing vocals because you're going to need it because we're going to have some fun next week, but always a pleasure and uh, we'll speak to you soon
2: you or mate. I'll see you soon.
0: Alright, we're closing it out for another episode. Anything else exciting happening in your world, Mallory, at all? No?
3: No.
0: No. Two years no. ago we were in Perth. That's exciting, isn't it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're about to start school?
1: Oh yeah. How well,
0: are you feeling? How are you feeling about no, that?
1: Not too long. Still in three days. Um Like, excited, but also not excited because I have to wake up at 4.30 in the morning. But yeah, other than that, like, it's going to be good.
0: Do you actually think that you are going to wake up at 4.30 in the morning for it?
1: I don't know. I need to email my prof to find out if I need to be there.
0: Which, I, I just always want to point out the fact that you call them a prof. I like that
1: well they're a professor yeah I I know that but like
0: it's just you know it's almost very Australian that you would sort of shorten them down to like prop like but we wouldn't say that um like us on Facebook follow us on Twitter subscribe all the relevant channels do all that fun stuff and we should be back next week because that's what we generally do so yes Uh, Mallory thank you very much for joining us
1: Thank you, Ben.
0: You're welcome. And
1: keep sucking in those oranges, Hover Cargaltoria.
0: <laughs> and good night!